Hey Suds and Cinema listeners, Kyle here. I wanted to give you a warning that the audio in this episode is bad. Like, really bad. Uh, Everything went fine during recording, but afterwards it somehow got corrupted. Uh, We couldn't re-record the episode, and we didn't want to toss the episode completely, so the result is this very robotic-sounding dialogue, and that was after a long process of fixing it to the best of our ability. Uh, So next week it'll be back to normal quality, and thank you for sticking by us through all of our trials and errors. Welcome back to Sudden Cinema. This is episode number five. My name is Kyle. I'm Jacob. Josh. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Birds of Prey. I think it's the only feature review that we have this week. Um, a lot of other stuff that we're going to show. It'll, be, it'll still be a little show this week. Oscars tonight, so we'll be doing our live show after that. Actually, by the time you hear this, I'm not but... <laughs> already, already have watched the live show. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so like I said, we got to... The only reason I say that actually is to have to finish this by certain yeah. times, so we do have a full show. Let's get into it. It's been two weeks since we recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. We already cracked this beer open, so... Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, right away. Jacob's pick this week. You want to introduce this beer? Yeah, so I can't pronounce the name. Coonan. 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 So this is Coonan Brewery. It's in Michigan here, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get something different that we haven't tried yet, so I went with a white ale, and this is actually an imperial white ale, which, Joshua, what's imperial? Anything that's uh, a certain percentage money over... Um, the GABF or not GABF, the Beer Guild um, scale. So, like, say an IPA is between six and seven, anything technically over seven would be classified as an Imperial. So, there we go. So, I'm not, I don't even know if I've had very many Imperial White Ales. I don't think I've ever had So, a White Ale, I remember also, having one. Yeah. I don't know the name of it. Who made it? Well, they're also Whip Beers. So, if you think of like a Blue Moon, usually a clean taste, pretty light, made with wheat i believe that's what wit that wit part that of the wheat right beer german right for yeah white <laughs> no i'm kidding wheat. <laughs> what is it vice vice is wheat yep boom anyway so should be pretty boom. clean <laughs> uh, guess, i'm guessing maybe a little more happy since it's imperial it's no you're gonna be sweeter maybe oh you think it's gonna uh, not biggest fan of them you'll always coding uh, anytime you increase abb it's more malt than the hops so well, um, yeah, I'm ready to find out what it tastes like. So, right. opener. That was a good one. Yeah, that was great. Cheers. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, that's malty. <laughs> that is malty. Mm-hmm. Wolfski. Yeah, the end is uh. Does not taste like a. Whip beer all to me. Actually, you know what it more tastes like to me? Uh, actual Belgian. A oh, Belgian beer, yep. yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. And it tastes very like estery almost. Yeah, so you're picking up on the probably the coriander notes. Mm-hmm. Which is like this, this beer's brewed with coriander, so. A lot yeah, of it's not. It's not, not at all. Plus, the Belgian yeast, if it's brewed at a warmer temperature, it does create esters, which is tastes like banana. Yeah, it's that banana flavor you get there, kind of. with Michigan raw wheat and Pilsner malt. So what's the difference between Pilsner malt and, I guess, regular malt? Pilsner malt tends to be, like, lighter in color. Um, you have um, Pilsner, or Pilsner, you have um, C- Car- Caramel 80, Caramel 40, which is, like, your brown nails. Brewer's Gold is a dark, dark roasted barley. Hmm. It's like coffee. 
You can actually roast it longer, roast it more. Mm-hmm. Those dark notes, dark colors you get. Those are just be slightly. I don't, I don't hate it though. Yeah, that's uh, I actually love Belgians though. Belgians is one of my favorite styles. Mm-hmm. No, I actually went to Brussels just because of Belgian oh, beer. Yeah, that's somebody good beer. Yeah, exactly. Went to uh, uh was it Delirium. Yeah, you I went there. I went to Delirium Cafe. How did I not hear about this? Don't think you asked. My own brother, I hear this. You didn't ask about it. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. So you went to Brussels. You're walking down these beautiful reflective cobblestone streets oh just God, a, so it was a nice little light rain you know so everything just reflecting just a little bit and i saw the pink elephant and knew what that was delirium tremens amazing beer Act, uh with the nocturnus yeah something like that another good one so i'm like gotta go there tried to go in the front door that was the exit <laughs> proceeded to head around the black and then there was like this alleyway with why would they have a, a sign on the exit no, that was just the front side. So like, I don't know. It's Europe. <laughs> These like, like, the buildings are like older a, than our country. Usually you put a sign. Like they probably above did, the but it was probably like in French or something. They probably said thanks for, not, thanks for visiting. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we went around and there was like these archways. Oh, it was miracle. and uh, white devil. I was gonna say white devil. Oh there. yeah, it's oh. called white devil, but it's in pure way. Anyway, that's why they know we weren't told. So, this was like a whole like Disneyland of Delirium stuff. So they had a like a tequila bar, they had Delirium Cafe, they had like this other. It was like this whole alleyway just full of Delirium stores, and so yeah, I went to the cafe, tried a bunch of Belgian beers, amazing, so good. Did you guys rate? Do you guys usually rate? Did I ask that? I always rate. What you What you rate this? I haven't logged it yet. Oh, I'll log it right now. Sorry, I got into my. Do you know? So Belgium you know, story because of Belgians. Well, you know, like you said, I don't know. I, I, I just have to go with my gut on Untapped, and literally, I feel like <clears throat> I don't know. It's, I feel like with the with whatever style you're drinking, you're always rated against those. Yeah, because they're so different. You know. Yeah, but that's like you don't compare a comedy to a horror. Right, that's what I'm saying. Though is is well, maybe this is really good for imperial, we ale, but. I haven't had any Executive. white. I don't think we said both of us. None of us have had a lot of whites. Yeah. White else. So. What's wrong with whites? Yeah. If you're rating it against, <laughs> rating it against other, other white else. Well, you can different. compare it to like, like you've had Blue Moon. You've had Shock Top. Yeah. Not even I mean, close. Say, yeah. Shock Top to Belgian White. Yeah. I technically think Oberon tastes like a white beer to me too, but. It's, it's an American wheat. It doesn't have a Belgian wheat, so. And different, Whitson, different yeast. Whitson's another good one. Whitson is an amazing yeah. one. I tried this really good white beer or white ale from Iceland. That one is really good. I've had that one. Yeah, I had a year apartment. All right, let's get it logged real quick. I already logged it. Great. And um, while we're doing that, what's what's new? It's been two weeks since we recorded, so anything new? Um, Jacob, you had something, right? So it's not. It's less of a like stuff that's new, but I just realized like. Thinking back to the first episode, now that we're on five now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, was we talked about like art and film and why we were interested in film. Right. And Joshua has never given the opportunity to be able to talk like why are, why is he in the film? And I also got to reflect better on the question, so I, I have a better <laughs> what I feel is a better answer for why I'm so into art and especially film as an art form. So 
don't know if Josh you want to go. Some new perspectives this weekend. So you're yeah. asking me. Yes, I did. My <laughs> mind is open. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a hell of a week, huh? <laughs> yeah. Great conversations were made. <laughs> so you're you're asking me why? Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. Why? What about film? Why are you into film? You to it? Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't know when it started. I think, I think it was me and Kyle kind of started around the same time. We, were, we used to watch a lot of I mean, yeah, I've been into, really into movies since high school, you know? Yeah. And then, I mean, it couldn't have been your love for horror movies that, that draws you to it, because they're usually <laughs> trash. And especially back then. They were. That was, that was a sad... It makes me go back and think how I became a horror fan, because <laughs> they were so bad at that time. Yeah. <laughs> the Ring was one of the first ones I ever saw, and I, that's yeah. pretty decent. But so. how many times are you watching a horror movie for the, uh, you know, art aspect of it? Oh, no, oh, back then, not at all. Yeah, not at all, never. I, just, I still I like, I just like the gore, I just like, yeah. the. I did, even at that time, though, more prefer, like, Asian horror, because the slow sense of dread that built up, versus yeah. just, like, gore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I love Which was more Western, gorgeous. yeah. Except like, Saw. Saw, which I love the song. is my guilty, yeah. guilty pleasure love movie. Them. Yeah, I love, love every single one. Speaking of Saw, it's fire. Oh, yeah, I don't want to get off, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Finish your thing. Oh, yeah, so... Got into film. That was actually probably college. Actually, when I really got into it. Um, I don't know. I just I, I love the when you're when you're in a when you're watching a really good movie, and that like the the way it can make you feel, like you like a good director can really make you like a film I'll talk about later. But like there was points when I was just completely captivated and like could not like it was almost like I was in a trance. I couldn't move. And that's and that's what I was like. That's amazing. I, yeah. That feeling that you get, almost and that, like, and the adrenaline it gives you, it's like an adrenaline rush. Right. And that is exactly what I like reflected upon. Mm-hmm. Was that? So what you said originally? I well, I didn't. I didn't have a lot because I never really thought into it. Okay. You know. And I didn't either. You just. Yeah. Exactly. On the spot. So I'm just like thinking because like I love film, obviously doing this thing here. But okay, I love like art in all different areas. Oh, right, like right. I love paintings, I love street art, I love music, I love like classical art, all that stuff. And took art history, took art classes, and so I was really trying to think like why am I into art and like film as an art form? And it, I think it's because you can go to like a movie, like people will go to a movie like The Lighthouse or a movie like Parasite or something like that, and they'll sit there, watch it, and they're like, wow, that was an amazing movie. And they have no idea why. They just right. know, they're just like passively there, knowing they like it, and not knowing why. And right. I, that's why I feel like you can do with art. Like, people are like, yeah, that's a good piece of art, but they don't know why. And I feel like getting into art, you can actually start peeling back the current that's like hiding why you like that. Right. You start realizing, yeah, oh, really that cinematography where it moves over and like creates this tension in the scene. Yep. That's why I like that. Not just, right. you just felt the tension in the scene. So I feel like art gives you a view into all of those aspects to be not only be able to enjoy, but be able to understand what's and, being shown. And right. seek, and be able to look up movies or that specific like painter or the cinematographer that you can watch all their films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and the same. Right? The like, you, they all have their own, you know. That's the beauty of it too. It's like, you have so many styles and it's like, like, there's so many good cinematographers out right now. Yeah, that's like, the same. That's what I'm saying. It's the same as like a painter, you know, very specific styles. Like, 
you can like, tell the difference between a Picasso and right. you know Leonardo. Like you know, but you, you can know, definitely enjoy them each. Yeah, like, yeah some people and get know. the feelings from each of those paintings. Like I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Wow, and, that was sick. Yeah, so you just like he was, he had bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. cut off his own ear and stuff, shot himself, and so you could almost feel that. In some of the paintings that he did, there was one called The Room where it, he played with perspective. And then there was even this one that he did of a bar, which like was kind of outside of style. He used really like badly contrasting colors like red and greens and stuff that were like hurtful and people hated it at first, but then realized based on his thought process what was going on to create that discomfort and stuff like that. So anyway, go, yeah, digressing into art. <laughs> but that's also yeah. why, like, when you get when you find a movie that you really, really love, and you buy it, and you watch all the special, all the special features. You want to hear the commentary, especially when it's the director interviews with them. Like they reveal some of that stuff, you know, in their thought process. And because sometimes when you see those things, and you and it's more subjective, or you know, it's a uh, more objective. Anyway, it's more of an opinion based thing where it's like, why did they do that? Why did they choose that? You'll never know unless the director comes out and says it explicitly. Yeah, yeah explicitly. Yeah, I think I also think that a movie is is a, almost a combination of like paintings and music as an art. Because like a good a good soundtrack to a film makes can make or break the film. And yeah. um, <laughs> let I'm it rip. Dying let it rip. <laughs> um, and then the music, but then it's also like paintings. Like some you'll see these framing devices, and it's like like it looks like a picture. Right. And that's what I think. That's Blade why Runner, I, great example there. Yeah, well, any scene in that movie, and it's like an art, the piece of art. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the Hoy, Hoy well, Man, Hoy Man. I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, the director makes it all come together, but like your your DP is is the painter, and your you know your composer is the. I love, I mean, I like I like scores a lot better. It's it is tough to pick a good soundtrack sometimes. Like oh, matches yeah. the movie. Really, scores, but, yeah, score. When they actually have to compose the music, they're looking at that picture, basically looking at like, the painting and saying, okay, what what music would I put to this right. painting? Right. Yeah, so, like Hoyt, my favorite cinematographer. He um always like has a shot of like a person standing, like a silhouette, and then like you see a backdrop, like the Joker, when he was standing in the, in the middle of the um yeah yeah street or whatever, and and then um, Dunkirk, Tom Hardy character was standing in front of the plane, right. was on fire, and I, he always has one of those in it, so it's like his yeah thing. <laughs> Um, like I said, it's going to still be a packed show, even though we only have one feature to do, but that is Birds of Prey. We all saw that. You saw that today, today. Yep, so it is fresh. Today. Today. Very fresh. I saw it on Hansel yesterday. Anyway, Birds of Prey. Uh, we got a clip last time. It worked, so we're going to put another clip in, all right? Oh, yeah. All right, well, here's the clip. They're all here for me. Aren't they? No. They're not? No, they're not. Do you know what that means? That means he's not just after the kid anymore. He's after all of us. Sure as hell after me. I just robbed him. You just betrayed him. You just killed his BFF. And you're dumb enough to be building a case against him. So, unless we all want to die very unpleasant deaths and let Roman go finger fishing in the kid's intestinal tract, we're going to have to work together. All right, we're back. Um... So, Birds of Prey, uh, actually, I should pull up the info here real quick. 
Kathy the spin-off, Downer. spin-off of Suicide Squad. Kathy Downer uh, which, was a monster. Director. Yes. Uh, divided some audiences, but then pretty much became universally panned <laughs> afterwards. So, anyway, Bird Spray, directed by Kathy Yan. Yeah. Written by Christina Hodgson. Stars Margot Robbie, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Journey, Smalley, Smalley Bell. Not sure on that one. Ewan McGregor, uh, Ella J. Basco, and I was wondering who that guy was, and then his, like, something stuck out, it came in my head, but it was Chris Messina. Who? He's in a devil, but oh, he's, yeah. uh, he plays uh, Victor Zaz. Zaz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who actually is a, from the comics. Which, yeah, he was the detective in Devil, yeah. Yeah, anyway. He's an Argo, too. Richard Frey. <laughs> I want to give some general impressions. I mean, I don't know how much there's to spoil in this movie, but... Yeah, not really. No, no there was nothing to twist or... But... So... I guess we don't really need to spoil a spoiler one. Jacob? You said you wanted to start it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let it rip. So, are we gonna... We'll get it started late, ratings later in the yeah, end. Okay. If we even do spoilers, we'll save it till the very end, but... So... Okay, so, no spoilers right now? Just general there's... opinion? Mm, yeah, just general thoughts first. I actually liked it. Um... I was really, I really, really liked the cinematography in it. I thought they did some cool things, a lot of different compositions and colors, and it was kind of different for me as a DC movie, which is all about trying to be really dark. There was, it was kind of interesting seeing them do the Color. like crazy colorful scenes. Well, I would, this movie isn't starting that trend, and they've, they've been trying to break away from that for... Yeah, but, like Joker, <laughs> like well, was their last movie, pretty but dark. That's, but that's not. And I will say they universe. haven't been better, so that's I true. Would put, I would put Joker in the Dark Knight universe. I would say and this is in the Justice because yeah, like Wonder so Woman universe. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to talk about Suicide Squad. That sucked. <laughs> but David was Hader wasn't producer. It was better. Producer this one. Oh really? Yep. Uh, it was better than I expected. I think the cinematographer on this did like Black Swan and. Yeah. Which was also a beautiful movie. So it was cool, uh, was like, cool. really seeing them, like, a hero-type movie really cares so much about this kind of, like, artsy composition in each of the scenes and such. Yeah. Uh, I will say I didn't like it, but I think a lot of that is just has to do with the characters and story because the one thing that does work in this movie, yeah, it's the shots, color palette, things like that. Um, that's the other things that really fail for me and just bring it down because... As much as I like looking at it, I mean, it was, it was all well done. It just, <laughs> the story was not holding me Oof. there. So, I mean, overall, yeah, just general impressions, I would have to say I didn't like it. But I definitely didn't hate it. Like, I hated Suicide Squad. I mean, I hated Suicide Squad a long yeah. time. That really doesn't have any redeemable qualities to me. No, it was terrible. I, so, that was torture to go through. General impressions? Um, I, I try to see, think if I liked it or not. So that was so, like... Split. Soul split. There was good shots, but I don't. I think it felt like kind of disjointed. Like I feel like sometimes the shots and the cinematography like really don't. And those like sometimes when you're like they like broke away from it, it was just like really different. I don't know. I don't think it. I think the good shots, like it should have been more of a complete package. I think I. I think it fell short a lot of the times. I don't know if I liked it or not though. Well, maybe I'll know by the end of this decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think that I, I'm leaning towards. I didn't like it more than I liked it. Okay. Well, let's just I guess say why. Like I said, the, we'll talk about this maybe the story first because 
then you can kind of di dissect from there what things you liked and didn't like as far as more technical details and maybe you like story. But like I said, the story didn't work for me because first off, it's not like I went in with any expectations. I didn't have any for this movie. It was that it's called Birds of Prey and oh, it's not God. really the Birds of Prey until like the end. I mean, they want to make a Harley Quinn movie, just have the balls to call it Harley Quinn. Or whatever title the you emancipation want. Sure, I would rather have that title rather than Birds of Prey right, and the right. Emancipation. Because it was literally just her movie. The last, like, the last five minutes. Was they like know a that comic scene or something? They just know these fans are going to geek out, oh my god, it's the Birds of Prey. Like, we're going to team up in this movie. No, don't expect that because it doesn't no. happen, so. Last 20 minutes is the only time. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, I didn't go into the expectation of that because I don't know anything about the comics and I didn't have any expectations for this movie, but... If it's going to be her movie, just have balls called Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it did not make any sense at all. So yeah, there's that aspect. Um, but it is her movie when it comes down to it, and it's it's a good thing that Margot Robbie really works as Harley Quinn, or else this movie would be totally unwatchable. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, it's her movie. So if, if you had anyone else playing her, or, you know, like one of the characters from Suicide Squad in here, it just would be brutal to watch. Yeah, she's a great Harley Quinn. Yeah, she portrays her well her, in this. The way she talks is, like, is yeah. identical. To oh yeah, yeah. The cartoon. Yeah. So that's that's the good thing is that she's the center and she works as her. But from there you go. There's so many characters that they try to go off of this movie yeah. and introduce that it just becomes too much. Like the movie, like just it's so like you said, uh, it's kind of scattered. That the story is like oh, I'm gonna tell it in this order. Yeah, I think I think that part parts. when they retcon, I'm like I saw. Why they did it, like, to get that she's kind of, like, all over the place, but uh, that was, I didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, how she became part of the No, team. no, that, she was, like, going forward in the story, and then she's oh, like, actually, yeah. I need to go back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, like, I did not like the that. Yeah. Recounting it's what yeah. said earlier, it's like, yeah, so to, to tell the proper story, you have to tell it from the beginning, and then they, yeah, pretty much throws that away, which I think is supposed to be funny, but that's, that's another problem with the movie, is that there's a lot of things that it thinks are funny. That oh, are my not. God, yeah. The comedy was pretty bad, like... If, it, you if, know they worst, bat, if they went to bat a hundred times, they maybe hit a no, single five no. times. Oh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, there was like, there I, was so I, I really chuckled parts. twice, I maybe like inner chuckled three or four times. Like, but that's yeah, I, 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 can, I can agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, there <laughs> were a couple times, they attempted so many that were so bad. Oh yeah, eventually it's going to stick. Yeah, like We throw enough shit at the window. Yeah, exactly. But nothing was like, Hysterically, you know, I mean, no, they, they, not like compared to the gentleman. The gentleman was, yeah, that, I was yeah. laughing a lot. Well, what I mean, what I really feel like they're trying to match is some kind of they got the R rating for this, right? So they're trying to do like a Deadpool, they were trying thing. to do Deadpool, yeah. yeah. I felt that she broke, and I don't even like Deadpool, but it's comedy, it definitely is better than this movie. I forget what's that breaking the fourth wall, or... yeah, right? She yeah, probably yeah, breaks the fourth wall yeah. a lot, and because everything, everything is, um, yeah, the whole story is being narrated. So it's actually all through the lens of, of Harley Quinn, and which is why they have a lot of overlay stuff. Tons of graphics are popping up on screen all the time, which some of it worked and, and was fine. should find that. But what do we mean by that? I think I just feel like something that everyone knows what bringing the fourth wall means. So that means when the character in the movie looks at the camera. Yeah, they're talking they're to talking the, the audience or interacting with the audience at all is yeah. breaking fourth wall. Like even when she like looks at you, like looks at the camera, like right in the lens, right. And, like does a wink or something like that. Not saying anything, but she's still acknowledging yeah. that you're there. I just like something that everyone knows. That's right. Sure so there's she's narrating that, which there's too much narration sometimes, or just the writing for that narration is not very good. Like, it, I mean, I understand why they had to do it because 
they're introducing a lot in this movie that nobody knows. Is this, supposed to, is this gonna be like a series? That's what I, I think was wondering. Yeah. If it's successful, it's set up a lot. If like, it's successful, that's what they want to do. And they, I mean, the cast, Mary Elizabeth Winstead isn't like a huge thing, but it's a pretty bad actress for, for you know, the role of Plungers and right, I don't right. really know the other girl that well, Black Canary, but I mean, Rosie Perez has been in I saw her in something. I just saw her in something. Yeah. But I can't think of what it was. They, they will continue that if, uh, if That's why I was wondering if there was like a post-credit scene because I didn't wait. I never, but, I never wait. But, so if there was, <laughs> that could have been answered already. Yeah. So uh, they were they kept the lights off. I'm like I'm not waiting. No. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they kept it off. Yeah, same. Yeah. And so I, there was. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I always, I never say for post-credit scenes or whatever, and I hate them, especially this stupid you can watch movies. On yeah, exactly. You can find out what it is later. But the <laughs> did you hear about the Spider-Man? Post-credit scene, the Far From Home one. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, well, it's like it's supposed to be like actually like a big plot detail, which made me so mad. Like, if you're gonna have a post-credit scene, and it ha- and it involves plot or setting up something for future movie, then put it in your movie. Don't put it after the credits. That's something that should be, you know, irrelevant. Plus, to turn it into like an old TV show where you gotta get excited for the next episode. Yeah, that's why I hate super movies, Fast and Furious movies. It just feels like TV episodes. Oh my god, Nine I think the trailer. I think they got better after they started not caring about being oh realistic God. at all. The, That's the first exactly shot, true, but except I've I will seen. still say the best one is Tokyo Drift. Oh my God! Yeah, you say one of the only ones I've seen. I think two, eight, and Hobbs and Shaw, and that's it. I've seen. And they, oh, have to say, oh, I, I think one. I've seen two, three, and five. Of the old ones, Tokyo Drift is the best one. Here's the thing: when they switch, if you're gonna be, if they. If they're jumping the shark and you want to be fun with them and stuff like that, these are movies that hinge so heavily on you actually caring about these characters. And because, family? Yeah, exactly. And how much of a freaking family they are. And they literally are... They're they so many times. That ties. No, in the new one. With, uh, yeah, it was in the trailer. What's his name? John Cena is his... Oh, he's his brother. brother. He's his brother. I'm like, Vin <laughs> Diesel's course, brother. Of course it just has to be... And of course it has to be related to them. Like, they, there's no way that they can have a tangible threat without being related to somebody. So some family. Anyway. And then they introduced that guy, which I already knew. It's some guy that's supposed to have died. And they introduced him like, oh my god, he's back. I'm so excited. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah. Han. Han. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. No. He drifted so well. (laughs) We're talking about... (laughs) Talking about Birds of Prey. I digress. I don't know. So... (laughs) Well, I guess, just to wrap up a very I'm long story, the, guy, story, right? oh, Jesus. the story didn't work for me. And the last thing about the story, it boils down to a plot. If you boil down the plot, do you know what it would be? Stupid. Yeah. Girl pickpockets guy that has diamond and the bad guy wants a girl. You know, I, how many times have you seen that? I watch amazing movies with a worse plot. Ooh. <laughs> that was funny. It's not... It's not the worst plot. I'm it saying, kinda, yeah, it's so simple. It is simple, but the movie is so she plot driven. So that girl's that also the plot should be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, there's no ca- like because they introduced so many characters. The only character that really that you're really invested in is they do anything with is Harley Quinn. Yeah. Besides oh, that, never order pizza. nobody <laughs> don't order pizza. I'm okay right now. Let's just okay. Now I'm, uh, I'm feeling it now. Like, go ahead. Yeah, why you, did you, you take it? We need to know. Why yeah, I want to know actually why you like it. Okay, so I'll probably take more. Again, I can't. It's not that like I think it's good, but like 
I was entertained. I enjoyed it. But I thought it was too long. Definitely too it was, long. It was an hour and 50 minutes. It's like short for a superhero movie. It should have been a comic book movie. like an hour and 20 something. But yes, it could have easily. But like just, I don't know. I really like the style. It was highly stylized. I get it. It was over the top. It felt like that was on purpose to me. But the and style of the thing with over style. I like, like your style. I like style. The smoke movies that. Yeah, that movies, was awesome. Yeah, that scene. was a good scene. That it was, was such a good scene. It was okay, except for the logistics it. of it. Like it matters. Oh, yeah. Super like, cop plugging in. Like, yeah. It's a whole police station in Gotham. Like. No wonder Gotham always has fucking supervillains. The police force is ridiculous. The stylized thing. I love movies that are style over substance all the time. I love Nicholas Bonnie Revan. But the style has to be either it either it works for you or it doesn't, but it seems like so overly stylized, like hey, I'm I'm uh, so edgy style, you know? Yeah. Okay, wait. What what are your star ratings? Let's just I actually haven't rated it yet, but I didn't put it on there because I didn't want you guys to see it. No, I, that's right. I know I what I want to give it, though. Okay. Um, that, I right think I know where I'm at. Yeah, so let's hear it. Because I, I don't think we're as far away as you guys think. Okay. I'm just okay. saying I was entertained. I'll never watch it again. Okay, out of five, go. Oh, we're doing stars? Okay. Right, yeah. Jake wants to know. Okay. Put your dick on the table. <laughs> let's see it. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Do you know? No. I'm at a two. I think, yeah, probably a two five. Alright. Yeah. So, so not as far away as... It's still, like, the difference between a the five and six. With, the tricky thing with two and a half, three, and two is one is the middle. One is the middle ground. Where where numbers clash and you have to stand your ground between mediocre, good, and less than average, that's that ground. That's your exact ratings right there. You're saying that's a good Mediocre. I, I mean, good. Six is fair. Let's <laughs> hear uh, uh, your, your star then. Okay, what's your what's the your, only thing that took we went over this. Everything was. What, what is your one word rating for a three? You have one word. Fair. What? Okay, what's a three and a half then? Good. Four is great. Four is great. Five is amazing. Anything higher is perfect. Higher than a five, you can't. If it's a heavy five. <laughs> <laughs> Because right, I, well, I had my lake at the end. See, this is, this is when we, I'm talking about the, um, why the 100 is better. I mean, I, when I, I, honestly, did I tell you about that? I, like, broke down and thought about it. I was like, it's, it's I mean, it is better, but I can't give an out of 100 rating all the time. So, okay. the only thing that brought it to the 3 for me, it was, there was a lot of pretty scenes. And because it surprised me, because, like, for me, it does look good, but it's just a polished, it's a polished turd. <laughs> Which is okay because like I watched Gretel and Hansel the day before and it's a it's less polished turd. Okay. <laughs> but it's still a turd at the end of the day. I had fun. Put makeup and put a makeup on. Like I enjoyed watching it. I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. That's and fine. it did look there's some scenes that look good. But one one scene in particular that I can actually There's so many other aspects. I mean, especially just story and plot. That's this movie's so plot driven that I don't really care about any of these characters at all. No, not at I mean, all. the best, actually, I, what was, even though Harley Quinn's portrayal was probably better, I thought the best character was Ewan McGregor. Oh, uh, yeah, he was pretty He funny. was just so weird and eccentric. And, like, you can tell he was having fun in this that I ended up liking him way more, even though you're supposed to, I mean, hate him, he's the villain. But no, a lot of people were laughing at his his lines and stuff, how yeah. weird he is. He wants to murder people, but he actually never murders anybody. It's all Zaz that does it. Well, that's because Black Mask, that's like his power. He can, he tells people what to do and they do it. Yeah, I don't even know that. And no. they don't, they don't, uh, they don't 
portray that at all. No, I think, powers. Well, kind of, because they make it like it's the money thing. He has power because they only he tells the girl to get on the table. He tells, you know, like... Yeah, that. they do, but they don't... They just don't, um, I think they did it out no, of fear. But it's not, no, no, don't portray it like that because it's just, yeah, a lot of it's just fear. But I think that was their way of getting to, like, how he sure. has his power. Or maybe he doesn't leave what's on the mask. That is his power is he can just make people do things. They never portray him as they they do, some yeah. kind of Jedi power where he can tell people to do Yeah, because but everything was Every time he does say fear. to do something, people do do it. Yeah, out of fear and or a casual word. Yes, but they're, but they're still working in a world where there's witches and supermen. Yeah, there was like one that. superpower the entire movie. Right, Black Canary. Yeah. She only uses it once. Yeah, so like, if, if, the if they wanted to give him power, I don't know, they would have been fine because we know what world this is in. Yeah. Which I think they wanted to scale back that because of the type of movie. I also feel like every other Gotham movie like gives you like Gotham, and there was like the whole part I was like, this looks like New York. None of it felt like Gotham. That's what I was gonna mention. But for me, it just felt like the Daredevil version of the Marvel universe, where it was just like a small part of it. Which is what? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about that. It was like in Hell's Kitchen, even though it took place in the giant Marvel universe world. But it never he, felt like yeah. that giant. They were but Hell's Kitchen is part of New York because Marvel isn't. Yeah, they use real places. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't feel the same. I felt like this just well, felt yes. on a smaller scale. But Gotham is still Gotham, like. Yeah. That didn't bother me too. Where it was like Batman doing this because I don't understand that they were doing like small crimes, but they were, they were like blowing up chemical packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they the whole chemical pack. Yeah, and then I was like, where's Batman? The cops showed up and Batman wasn't. Yeah. I mean, they never even showed a Joker. What's good though, okay, if you're not gonna put Batman in, that's fine. I don't want to hear a line from a character's mouth that says, "Oh, Batman, Batman. is it is on Mars or some," you know? Yeah, like, and I think if there's some in Marvel movies where they try to do that, they try to explain where the other characters are. Once they introduce them and the Avengers all being together, it's like, why? How come every other threat they don't come help out? Right. They when they usually throw shoehorn some corny line in that explains it, and it's way worse than just them not explaining it. Well, they didn't explain it in this, though, right? I, I don't know. They didn't, yeah. No line was to mention where Batman, Superman, and Aquaman are. See, that's what brings you up to two and a half. <laughs> that, yeah, that alone. <laughs> two and a half, yeah. That's a good score. I like that score. I'm glad about it. Mine, fun. if I was like, could rate it, it would be like a light three. The only thing that took it from a two and a half for me was. So that's why I said like a, it'd be like a. 2.75. You, you, you can't say the visuals brought it all the way up to a light three. There are other things that. I mean, okay, well, you said you weren't bored watching it, but... Yeah. The story works for you? No. <laughs> but the action, I didn't liked how it was set up and choreographed. I, I like yeah, the, so the, the action was good. The, but the again, text. when I'm watching it, it's so frustrating to see, uh, like, the, let's say the end, for example. Black Mask shows up with a huge army of people, right? Yeah. They have guns. When they need them to have guns, they don't have guns. They, they have need brawlers, them to yeah. not have guns. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, there was like just. There's like, so many times I guess should have ended this. They like, did. Then they all didn't have guns, and then but like again. same thing in the police station. I'm, you're in a police station, in Gotham City. Nobody has. And everyone guns, knows you're there. And you're shooting them with dummy rounds. Oh yeah, again. Bags. There's a lot of stupid things, but yes. I rate things based on like the genre it's in, like and not just on a whole, <laughs> because I don't know. I feel like as a superhero movie, I let it get away with certain things. For that fact, I felt like this was trying to be like a cartoon. I feel like like a cartoon episode of like Batman the animated series. Like, and it felt like a cartoon to me. Yes, it does. It's not super deep. It didn't have like message before what it was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But all it takes to fix those things, I understand that. All it takes to fix those things is some better writing and 
thought into it. Yeah. Like, if you want to have them not have guns, have none of them have guns. Show up and nobody has guns, even though that would be weirder because, like, why didn't they bring guns? But at least none of them have them, rather than some of them have them and some of them don't. Yeah. Just so, small things like that, it's like... So who was... Like, when they, they, like, somehow were breaking in from the roof, right? Yeah, black mask guys, yeah, sure. How the hell did they get up there? Why do they have ropes on them? Well, I didn't think about that. I mean... I did, like, was there a helicopter flying? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they get in there, things. and they just start falling. Like, no one's shooting them or anything. They just, like, all are, end up getting dead. Like, and those are the guys that have guns, and then they don't grab their guns, even though they're, like... <laughs> they wanted to get guns at first. They open this drawer, which has outlines of guns where they're supposed to be. Right. None of the guns are there. They obviously want to use guns. People break in with guns, they beat them up, they don't take their they guns. They don't take their guns, they keep the fucking hands. Because they didn't want to kill the girl. Well, they were going down the slide. I mean, I get, like, they were running away from those guys at one point, but I think they knocked out one or two of them at least first, before. Yeah, you went head first. I was like, why the hell would I have been head first? He was in a hurry. And then at the end of that, when they walk, they beat up those guys, right? In that, in the funhouse scene, mm-hmm. which none of them have guns, and they're all dressed like... G- yeah, um, I didn't get that either. Yeah, why the fuck were I don't know why they all saying we're wearing masks and anything, too. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I thought it was probably mask. something to do with black masks. Like, black mask. Again, black masking control minds with his mask. <laughs> so, not in this universe, maybe. Well, Who maybe knows? he did that and just didn't show it. Yeah. Well, they no, walk out, they, they beat up all those people, Superman. and then they just are walking out like it's fine. Like, they... <laughs> and then they are starting shot at, right? And there's just machine guns on machine yeah. guns. Yeah, and they're shooting at them all. like, why? The only people that have guns are the ones at the end. They haven't that's faced right. Black Mask yet, and he obviously saw more people out there. Why are you just walking out into the open? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's too. to set up the use of Canary's power, which... Yeah. Anyway. And, uh... What was the other thing I was thinking of? Oh, I just wish I could reach something else. I'll think of it. I just remember... I just looked over and I saw Kyle, like... Like... Like, have a big exhale. Like, he was so disgusted by a scene. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know what scene it was. But think of it, just... You were just, like, incomplete and utter disgust. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times. You, like, looked at his phone. Like, never... He, like, what time is it? Is this almost done yet? Oh, in the theater? Yeah. Yeah, I had to check my... I had to check the time because I was... That was... <laughs> I, when I checked the time, I was like, how much time was left in this movie? Because I want to know if they team up right now, how much of this movie would be technically Bird's Prey. And it didn't happen until the end. The, literally the last... So, five Under five minutes. minutes under five minutes. I think that that um that Asian uh, little girl whatever yeah. I don't know the shit oh yeah Catherine or something no Cassandra Kane Cassandra Kane her I think that that actress was horrible yeah she was pretty bad oh my and there was a couple of funny scenes not not that bad yeah I mean like yeah. there's there's a lot of good like Millie Bobby Brown in Stranger Things is like really good right sure you yeah. all the kids from yeah, the guy from it, so the one that's a little bit. Well, I've never just, seen it, but obviously he just did training play. What he just did training play, which is oh. <laughs> obviously trash. Well, yeah, well, I don't think there was any outstanding acting in this, so I, I mean, Margot Mar- Mar- Robbie and Hugh Jackman were both good. Yeah, yeah. Other than, but I wouldn't say they were outstanding. But Victor's, I think, I think she does it. Margot Robbie is really good. She a feels really, very like, good. Yeah. Harley Quinn. She is Harley Quinn. I don't think Mary Elizabeth Winston was bad either. No, no, she, I mean, I don't mean, think she's not saying She would be like funny at times and then not. Yeah, because her lines come off as she is like, you get, it's funny because you get, they never, I mean, they explain that she was raised, not by her parents, by assassins basically, so she's super socially awkward. 
Which and it comes off from right. the way, just the way she says things. Yeah. Good. But you understand why she's right. saying things like that. I mean, yeah, right. There's no like outstanding performances other yeah. than I do think Margot Robbie and you know, yeah. those two. But, I mean, better than I, I, I expected them to be good though. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they were. I would say their acting was like an eight. Yeah. Like in terms of yeah, the greatest. Good. Yeah, I mean, it was way better than everyone else. Yeah, comparatively. Oh yeah, they sure. definitely stood out. It yeah. was like significant standout. Anything else? I'm still trying to think of that. <laughs> that scene? Yeah. Another logistical thing, too, is they explain it at the end with, like, a one-liner, but, like, because they go to the store and they buy all those laxatives, and then, like, you never see her taking them. Like, oh, yeah. if you want this so badly, just have her ch- take all the laxatives. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, like, and then they explain it. She could drink gallons of laxatives, prune juice, burritos. Kids got a stomach of steel. Is she a superhero? <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, she well, apparently she's her princess, right? So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe she is. Duffel. She was so... That was the other thing. One other thing. Not the scene I'm thinking of, but another thing. When they show her take packaging skills, oh my god, so badass. I like, know, I know. Most obvious. And then, like... Hi, Granny, like, feeling her wrist. <laughs> she's doing my watch! <laughs> she, I, I mean, mean she's, they like, really do do it like that, though. It's, it's like... just, like, bumping it. Like, not... Okay, I understand people practice bumping it people out, but she's, like nudging their moving their purse or wallet when she's supposed, supposed to be like a brush by but she's like moving yeah right like, right. I mean, it was showing it the, showing it slow motion no that was no, there there's was no bad. way to tell that she was on the street to steal the diamonds she's like she's so bad at it and then yeah, after that like, she can, her whole hand in the and then after that she can swipe keys and exchange handcuffs without even the, the person noticing like okay are you good or are you bad and make up your mind <laughs> it's obviously how they how they filmed it and just her acting was not good I think it took him a lot of the scenes to get that to where it was, too. That was so bad. And that was so bad. We'll have to think of it later. Well, we already got starting, so we kind of blew our load on that one. Blew <laughs> Want to go around and say it again? Two? It's two out of five. Yours three. Very, very light three. Jacob loved it. Three out of five. Yeah. So, you'd be, so on my rating, you'd be like a 50. Honestly, if I didn't watch nine. The Fanatic... Before this, it probably would be a two and a half. Yeah, or actually, Gretel, your judgment. Gretel and Hansel, too. Really. You did watch that before. That oh, really did hurt. Too. Yeah, that really hurt this. I mean, it made this one better. That much. I know you're waiting for Gretel and Hansel. We'll yeah, I know. After, but anyway, you'll rewatch it. You'll hate it. Again, the fanatic really. Is this the movie that you would ever rewatch? No. Unless you had to do. No. If I, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I. I don't think it's forgettable. I think I'll remember it, but I'll, yeah. I'll probably remember everything that you need to probably rehearse the plot ten years from now without seeing it again. It's just so simple and basic. Yeah, I I, I have no desire to watch it again. Like other movies in the series, like I remember when we went to go see like the Saw Five. We watched the Four Saws before, and then oh, go God. watch Five. Yeah, you make me do that. Yeah, Jacob, me and Jacob do that. Yeah. I mean. I'm because of this movie. I would be more interested in seeing a sequel in this area. Sequel as in Harley Quinn sequel, Harley or sequel Quinn. as in Birds of Prey Harley sequel. Harley Quinn sequel. Let's say you honestly want to watch Birds of Prey, Birds no. of Quinn set and whatever the hell her name is. Juicy. Team up. Juicy. I never thought of it as a movie about Birds of Prey because I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't. So I went into it. Is, that's how they marketed it. Yeah, I went into it. <laughs> that's how they marketed it. I went into it as a Harley Quinn movie. So that's as a Harley Quinn movie. I would like to see another Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll I would like to see one with a good Joker, but in this universe, they, it's too early to recast and recon that, which 
But was that his fault or just the? I don't know. Yeah, Suicide Squad's so bad all around that it's like I yeah. I have 100 faith in Jared Leto. I like him too. So I think he can do amazing things with a good script. So I think that was more of a fault of everyone else. I like I think they could bring him back, but it's just there's so much hate now because of Suicide Squad. Right. I don't think people would watch it. Because I think they will. Hmm. I hope they do. I hope they the studio says it, yeah. fuck everyone. That, but that, I no. really don't. I doubt it. Did you see how this movie has done in the box office so far? This so, one, yeah. Well, it's only nice. Sunday. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like the lowest DC movie ever right now. Ooh. We'll yeah. see. Oh, that's one other thing that I wanted to mention too. Was just, did you feel like this movie was uh, woke? Yeah. I felt like something. The girl power stuff, but oh. and I found that super cheesy in Endgame too. So. Yeah. Well, and they only kick. I never seen Endgame, but. Like, every time they cast a female superhero, apparently they don't have arms. Because every, like, Black Canary was that, watches, that one scene where, like, it's yeah. either they, they're doing fucking some acrobatic, like, let me throw you over my shoulder, like, bear toss, or it's like they're kicking you in the balls. Or yeah. But again, I always kind of, it's different with this movie. I kind of, even though I thought it was cheesy and in-game, I still understood it because, like, that's, like, a little girl's going to be watching this movie and be like, yeah. Like, that's awesome, and that's good for that. But in this movie, it's rated R, so they're never going to see right, that, so right. it did feel cheesy and forced at a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not against these female-led movies or whatever. I like, you know, it's definitely for all of that, all of those things, and I like all of those things. But when you shoehorn it in, like, if you want to make that characterization of someone, you know, put it, in, put it into a character, then that's fine. But for the most part, hardly is supposed to be supposed to be a, you know a maniac and a murderer and stuff like that and obviously they don't they don't really try to show her like killing anybody in this movie they just the dummy rounds you know you never see them really do that bad of things they want you to them to portray them in a, in a positive way but just like some of the what was it what, who was she talking to she's like oh why did they hate me because <laughs> you because i have a vagina and i voted for bernie yeah. oh yeah, yeah 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 that was for and that was supposed to be for black mask yeah so it's like, just the one. Let's say you just take one of those. Why does he hate me? Because he has because I have a vagina. So he's basically saying that he hates all females. But do they ever portray him as that? When he, as I hating mean, all women, you know. He was pretty. He looked like he had a little opinion. Nick here, get on the table, and then the, the little bird that's like. I, I honestly, I thought I thought Black Mask was actually portrayed as gay in the movie. I did too. Because he's so. Flamboyant. Not like to be, yeah. I mean, he is flamboyant, and not to be, uh, not to put you stereotypes or whatever. But like, when he when he puts her on the table, why does he want her to take the dress off? It's not because he just wants to see her naked. It's because, ugh, this dress is hideous. Yeah, he's uh, saying things like that. And yeah, then but as their relationship, like, it's so weird. I I thought he was. I, I thought, thought he was gay. Me as gay. I yeah. didn't get that. Really? Wow, I don't know how you didn't see that. I don't like then he was calling her a little bird, like talking about like, she could play. Watching her, and he started dancing. He started dancing. He was like, "Ew, yeah, bubble. I, I don't know. I don't know. Then he was like dancing with her, and then he was just trying to overpower women because he made the guy like cut it off and stuff. I don't know. I didn't see him as because uh, he don't want to get his hands dirty. Yeah, I saw a lot of features that like I thought, okay, they're going this direction with it, but then and then you know when she says that he hates me because I'm a woman. I don't know. It just seemed weird and like. If they want to portray, you know, like I said, the positive messages of, 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 you know, feminism or whatever, then that's fine. But it was just seemed a little too woke and edgy. Like I said, the same thing with the stuff. And that being a female director. Yeah, like they were trying, being a little too tryhards. 
Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I felt like that at that time. How it for felt. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's why Jacob loved it. <laughs> that's what we need here so far for Jacob. But for me, I don't know. It got, it's got to be really terrible. There's things like, I don't know. Two and a half isn't the best. Because for me, it's like six average. is a, like average. Honestly. No, five is average. No, I hate when people say a three out of five is average. Literally the definition of average. Mediocre, right down the middle. Two and a half out of five. I would say that movie is was average movie. I would say well, less than average. I would say I, I would because I've seen a lot of less than average movies, and that was not. I don't know. There's like a million movies That's out. Like two, so one and a half, one and a half stars before. All I cannot movies. believe. I don't know if there's movies that are gonna be a half star I've ever seen. Ever. A half star. Yeah. Dude, that's like that means. You ever watch the Neil Green movie? Who? Oh no. my god. Or Evil. We have some good. <laughs> Yeah, you've seen new bowl movies. I don't think I've ever watched one. Oh, you've never seen, you've uh, seen Blood Rain? House of the Dead on the island? Oh no. my god. I've seen them. I want to. Let's do it. Can we do like a new we're gonna make some. We're going to make some segments. No, just we're going to make some segments in the future that involve, you know, yeah, games, have... bets, contests, bad movies, those things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which... But we should probably start talking about some other movies we watched. Oh, yeah, we're about to move on. We got it. It's going to be a long episode. You want to order that pizza now? Yeah. Jacob? Yeah. This is going to take like 30 minutes. minutes. All right. Why don't you start it then since Josh you ordered the pizza, Jacob? That was cool. What we were going to watch, yeah, as long as it's oh, a deep dish pan. Gretel and Hansel. What, well, too? I don't care. What are, what are you ordering? Pizza or Domino's. I heard that. Oh. What from Domino's? I was getting thin crust. Crunchy yeah. thin crust. We can get two pizzas, though. Okay, get two then. Okay, I have one free. Dope. Turn it up. Anyway, Jacob, you want to delve into you your favorite movie of the year? Your second favorite movie of the year? We just talked about your first one. So yeah, Josh and I were going to see this uh, little hungover this morning, didn't make it to the theater. I had two these sides. <laughs> Not enough to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, don't, don't want to, like, spoil no, it. No, so just tell us just what, why you gave the score you did. Directed by Oz Perkins. Oz Perkins, formerly Osgood Perkins. Oh, I wanted this movie to be good. So, like, I oh, watched you were, it. You had I your narrative. Too. You both had your narratives written before you even saw it. Yeah, I wanted to see it. And, like, just from the trailer, I could tell it was going to be a well-shot movie. It did look looked, good. They had a lot of cool, like, scenes and stuff and very well, comp- like, composed and such. But, oh, my God, was the story bad. Ooh. What about the so acting? Bad. So bad. You're talking about bad kid acting? This a girl alone knocked out by half the bad. Bad. I thought she was a good actor. I'm talking okay. about the little boy. Oh. Hansel. Oh my god. It wasn't even like he was acting. It was so bad. It was, you think, like, this would have made you give a three to Birds of Prey based on the kids acting because of how bad this is. I yeah. Don't know. He did not, it felt like he was just reading the lines in a whiny voice every <laughs> really? time. Yeah, just, why would you Oh, it was so bad. And, like, it started really strong, actually. Like, cool looking scenes, very creepy, building a suspense. Loved, like, the anamorphic lens it looked like they used, and, like, a lot of bokeh, it was very blurry at parts, and they were changed, and then, like, the, uh, like, the way the filter was of the screen, like, the different coloring and such, very dramatic, very like contrasty, the there was a lot of, like, blues versus oranges, and then it was very creepy feeling in the beginning, lots of things that added to it, and then it just, the mid to end, terrible, so bad. So bad, but luckily it was short. It's not even an hour and a half, I think. Hour 27. Yeah. Terrible, so three out of five for Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wow. Fair. That's fair. Well, it's close. You gave that a two and a half, didn't you? Yeah, well, two. But you have a two. You're changing ratings now. That's 
a lot of extra commandment that you're yeah. reading. It's like two, two and a half. <laughs> it's, again, it, it's still, like, really well shot, and, like, the starting of it So you're, you're basically saying the kid's acting did Just the one it. kid was bad. The, like, everyone else was fine. It did a lot of damage, but didn't ruin it. Like, everyone else was fine. No, it didn't ruin it, because, like, he wasn't the main character, really. Pan toaster, pan made pan. Pan. Like, pan pizza, you're so weird. Are you saying pan or pam? I think I have a input on how to fix this whole pan. I don't know. If you <laughs> thought this was a two, you're going to get bit. You probably a half star because, yeah. Wait, watch Kyle like, come out of the woodwork and just get a three five on him. No, it's not good. Uh, Well, anything else to add on it? I'll go next. Yeah, I still really like the feeling they had up to about halfway through. Well, how many do I get? Two. Pepperoni and pan, pepperoni and I just did Italian sausage. Whatever. That's fine. No, I did. That was a thing across the Well, okay. <laughs> so you want you want pepperoni and banana pepper and Italian sausage and banana? No. I have the Italian sausage. <laughs> yeah. And you banana pepper, crunchy thin crust. Banana pepper. So you want banana pepper and pepperoni? That's what I'm asking. Yes. So you want two pizzas with banana pepper? Probably don't eat the thin crust one. Oh my god, <laughs> this guy is such I'll a try loser. Okay, I was thinking about shoes. We'll do banana pepper. Good. Yeah. Don't watch it. I still don't want to see it. I have no desire to see it because something I watched this week, we actually yesterday. Two. Great. Don't have to be dry this time. <laughs> I'll put it in a special instruction. Uh, yesterday I finished it, which I never watched movies in more than one sitting. Very, very rarely. Uh, this movie took me three sittings to get through. It was so freaking boring. And it is under an hour and a half. I watched this because of Gretel and Hansel. I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Directed by Oz Perkins. I, I took it about four or five times to finish it. I don't. I can't tell you a single thing about it. Netflix original. That's because. Well, you probably can't tell you. You probably can't say anything about it because nothing stands out in this movie. Uh, <laughs> and your review of Gretel and Hansel makes perfect sense because it does look really good. It's well framed. It's well shot. It looks fine, but. Dear God, this should be a 15 to 20 minute tops. And that's the high end short film. Oh, okay. Because this yeah, is it's so stretched out and drawn out. It's like you can tell there's absolutely no story here. It was just so boring. Like, large, I don't yeah. mind. It's large. I don't mind slow movies at all. I love, you know, as, as long as it's holding your attention. There's nothing in this movie to hold your attention. 90% of the movie or more is the main actress, uh, Ruth Wilson. And I don't know if it was the writing or if it was her, but it was so bad. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stand at her, <laughs> and it feel like it's overwritten too. So a lot of it is like her talking and narrating and stuff, but it feels like the writing is ripped from you know a book where it's like overly descriptive things. It's just like it doesn't sound natural or it didn't even sound good. But yeah, totally can skip that one, but it sounds. You know, similar to his style, like that he took to Gretel Hansel. Yeah, you've Probably. never seen it. No, you so, watched it, but I gave it no. like a one and a half. I did not like it, mm -hmm. and it has a pretty good. Well, I mean, after watching score, this, I really don't want to score. I don't want to see anything else from him. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pass on Oz Perkins. You guys, you you said you like enjoyed the, it. Was good. He did not. Yeah, but he doesn't. So to say that he just needs he needs to be a better writer. 
Yeah, both. I think maybe this movie was written right. and directed by him, and... Maybe he just messy. needs to swallow his pride and get, like, a good writer and then mix it with his style. Direction. I don't know. It was... Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Like, this movie, like, Birds of Prey, I was I like, was, okay. No, he did not write Incredible Nonsense. Rob Hayes wrote Who? So Incredible Nonsense. Is it the same cinematographer for both movies? I don't know that. There's no way. I'm saying the writers. There's only one writing credit, and it's him. So he did the whole story for Gretel and Hansel, which he said wasn't wasn't good or great. Well, it's just uh, the story just sucked. Again, this dude, this guy, his critic scores are good, but his audience scores are terrible. Some kind of disconnect. And like usually, not that I would side with one or the other, but. A good critical rating, if if general audiences don't like it, that doesn't necessarily turn me off because general audiences are kind of stupid. Yeah. But in this case, for his last movie at least, I was totally in agreement. Like this, it's slow for the sake of being slow. It's just wasn't wasn't enjoyable. But Josh, you have to go next because Jake and I already went. What do you got? Oh, um, do you need time? Yeah, I need some time. Oh my god. Me and Jake will talk about Upgrade Something? then. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Upgrade. So, right after the last episode was recorded, I went home and watched Upgrade on uh, HBO. Yep. And I liked it a lot. Didn't mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is one of those movies. It's definitely style over substance. It's set, you know, in the near future, and um, they really play with that quite a bit. Um, so the way it works, the way, the way that the universe works is... Because I've seen a few trailers for it, but I always just thought that he was, like, the only one that had this upgrade. I didn't really know it was set in the future. and um, But, like, everybody has, like, body implants to, like, upgrade themselves. You know, get more futuristic, cybernetic, whatever. And yeah. he takes over his whole body because he's a quadriplegic. Or becomes quadriplegic. Yeah. So. I liked it a lot. It was, uh... There's a few small things in there. And, I mean, just overall, but... I thought it actually looked really good. Do you, you have any idea what the budget was for this movie? It was really low, I think. It was like almost a micro budget. But yeah, and, and they did so much with that. Yeah. I was so impressed. Everything looked great. Really good. Yeah, it looked great. You could not tell it was not, you know, the budget was for this movie. I mean, seriously, and it probably made... Like the car crazy and percentage stuff? Of, oh yeah. yeah, the cars, the drones. Those are crazy, yeah. There's, I was so impressed, because yeah, I looked at the budget too, I'm like, wow. Let me try to pull up here. Yeah. Go ahead and say your general thoughts. I loved it. Yeah, I had so much fun watching it. I've already seen this movie twice now. And I've watched it the first time this week. So I loved the first saw, the huge saw fan, even though all of them are my favorite so, yeah, budget movies. So. And you start with Sockers. This is directed by Lee 1L, one, one yeah. who directed the first saw. Is so. it L-E-I-G-H? L-E-I-G-H. So I was I was super excited just for that reason, and then I've just been hearing good things. It's been on my list forever. I just haven't gotten around to it, and I finally did, and I was not disappointed. It's a great pacing. It doesn't feel slow. It, once the action kicks off, it's great. The fight scenes are awesome. The cinematography. There's so many cool little like camera tricks and stuff they do. In oh, this. the camera is insane. So cool. Like they have that. Like, they have, fo- have it focused on him all the time. Like the world shifts around him. He's stable, and the, yeah. the environment shifts around him. And then like even things, even the though the right. I mean the writing and story was pretty basic, just revenge like type thing. But like, I thought 
uh, what's his name? <laughs> he looks like Tom Hardy. What's his name, though? Oh, yeah. Main like, character. Um, Logan Marshall Green. Yeah, Logan yeah. Marshall Green, yes. So, like, the invitation, that was good. Yeah, the way he moved to be, like, robotic almost through it, like, you could tell, it didn't look like he was just moving, like, normal. It felt like he was being controlled to right. move. Yeah, he did, he did, actually, because he, he gets some flack sometimes for his acting, which I always thought he was fine, you know, he's yeah. not amazing, but, yeah, he did a really good job of, of when he's not, when he's being controlled by Sam, it, it being a little bit more robotic and just like you know his movements and stuff it, it was good yeah very good body acting like um so i was going i was looking at his filmography he actually didn't direct the first song that was james one no he's yeah. a producer right he yeah, wrote he was, it he wrote he's it he's only okay. directed a couple things and actually his directing credits when you look back at them are, are not as prestigious because he directed the first movie he directed was insidious but it was chapter three. Oh. yeah and then the next movie he directed was upgrade and you know what good. the next movie is? Yeah. Which I'm actually excited for now. I did not want to see this movie at all. It's the Invisible, the Invisible Man. Man yep. Invisible Man, yep. That's him? Yeah. That show, I wish I would have saw the trailer. Oh, I know. Yeah. The trailers are terrible. If it's I wouldn't watch the trailer, I would have been way more interested in it. Yeah. It's a bad trailer. Oh, yeah. Terrible trailer. Oh, bad trailer. Absolute garbage. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even excited for the movie, and then I saw Upgrade, and I saw it. Okay, oh, now I'm going to watch it. Yeah, like, Upgrade was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's so good, but it is really good. Like, it's, again, it's the camera work. The things that they do with the budget is amazing. I still think it looks really good. Logan Marshall Green is really good. The basic story is good, but when they you get past that, it, that's where it kind of, you yeah. know, it's, it's not, not trying past the surface yeah, here. It's all surface level. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you really have to go into it thinking, geez, Straight hey, action, fun. corny, flip. Yeah. Okay. And it was action. awesome. So yeah. entertaining. Oh, like, yeah. It's, that, I, rewatchable is, like, so rewatchable. It really reminds me of, um, yeah. Dread from, oh, oh, that was so that good, was too. Good. Yeah. Or like, I think Dread's better, but, like, that type. The Carl movie. Urban? Yeah. yeah. Or the Carl. Raid, something like that. Which one? Raid. 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 Yeah, it's like a Indonesian, Filipino, Indonesian. Was well, yeah, uh, yeah, movie, mm. but it was directed by an American. Yeah, but it was so <laughs> who directed the Raider? I can't. I don't. There's yeah, always like those three guys that I always get just mixed up. The Raid Redemption. Yeah, yeah, both of them are good. Uh, Gareth Evans. Yeah, oh, Gareth I like Evans. Gareth Evans. I know. In Godzilla and Monsters. I just, dude, I love, I love how he can, how he makes, like Godzilla just feel like so. Big, yeah. <laughs> like normal, like got the Matthew Roderick Godzilla, where he was like a glorified like, like dinosaur. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah, like yeah. it's like that's Roland Emmerich was tragic. Yeah. yeah, but like to have Godzilla really feel like the king of the monsters, yeah. like yeah, he made also he revamped that whole Godzilla series. Yeah, and then they ruined it. Well, I haven't seen King no, of the Monsters. No, it was Oh, I'm gonna watch it now for sure. Also, I don't think it was also, definitely, definitely, I it twice. definitely watch Upgrade. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a I I gave it a four. I think. Let me pull up. Yeah. You but the one thing. You gave it a three and a half. I think I gave it a four. You gave it a four. Okay, no. great. Thank you. <laughs> I looked. Because I. One thing that stood looking. out as being really bad, though. If he's, if this is upgradable, if this is supposed to be realistic, upgradable tech, right? Yeah. The nanobots and the breath thing. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> Tell me that was stupid. A little bit. How are you supposed to. How would the. <laughs> How is that even something that can happen in your breath? You can and you control when it comes out. Wait, who the hell did like, you? Yeah. Shooting it like venom because if you're you breathe out water vapor every time you breathe all out right. with every exhale. Yeah. So how does he control when he wants to exhale and not? Maybe it's actually in his nasal passage. Disclaimer. 
Yeah, because you remember in the bar, he goes, <laughs> and they went, I they sneezed, you went, Mm, I don't think so. So, the raid before, uh, <laughs> yeah, asterisk, it's Gareth Evans did yeah. not do Godzilla. Gareth Edwards. Exactly, see, that's what I'm saying, I always get these three directors. Gareth Please, Evans did Apostle, which is, uh, oh, yes, that's really good. Uh, yeah. Um, he did a lot of horror movies, VHS 2. Oh, I like, I like VHS, yeah. Yeah. It's, they did the cult one. That was the best that one. Was the best one. Yeah. With the, uh, two, though? I think that was one, actually. Uh, no, it might have been I think two. it is two. I've seen two more than I've seen one. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that one was a good one. Then Gareth Edwards did Godzilla. Godzilla. Okay. All right. Again, my face. Yeah, Gareth did you Edwards. Yeah. All right, then. What do you got there? Oh, what have I watched recently? Yeah. Um, Dolomite is my name. Funny. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really have much interest in watching it. I mean, I heard it's good. I didn't either, but I'm I just was scrolling on Netflix and I was like, oh, this was like a lot of people's yeah. like good, like top. It was supposed to be his nominations, but I don't think it did. Um, I, it was really funny. I think I gave like a three and a half. Because it was, I mean, it was too long. It was actually, like, I felt like a really long movie. <laughs> um, But great. I mean, it's it's what you would expect out of any Murphy film. Like, yeah, but yeah. Eddie, old Eddie Murphy, or, new, or recent Eddie Murphy. Because this was supposed funny, to be... Funny, old, funny. Yeah, this was supposed to be, like, his return to fame. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he lit, like, Dolomite, his, like, this, the, 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 um, character he is feels like the Eddie Murphy character. Right. He's really funny. Um, yeah, I liked it. I think I, like I said, I think I gave it a three and a half. Are you can yeah. Check it out. Um, how do you look up your library? Your diary. diary? Yeah. Go to your profile. Okay. Scroll down. Okay, yeah, you see it. Um, oh, Hagazusa. Yeah, I just watched that. Good. Wow. Like, I, and that was what I, when I was talking about to um, the question about why I like art and movie, this film, there was like, and it's, it's the, my favorite kind of horror film and it, like The Witch. It's just a sense of like dread and like uneasiness. Mm-hmm. That really is the reason why it's makes it a great horror film. Like horror films in general aren't are traditionally the worst rated films. Um, but when you really get a, a really good scary movie, it's like or horror movie, it's like awesome when it's executed properly. The Witch, Lighthouse, I guess you could throw that in horror. Um Babadook. I like Babadook, you know, yeah, but... Trash. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, but there was just, like, some, such an uncomfortability. Like, you just felt, like, so uncomfortable at times. And I, I was meaning to look it up, and I don't know if I did. I'm pretty sure they speak in true 15th century German. Mm. Or 16th. 15th century. Is that what takes place? Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, it's an old... Um... It's an old, um... We always get four beers. <laughs> <laughs> means witch in, a, in like, old high German, it's called. Oh, so it's called witch. <laughs> yeah, so it's called witch. <laughs> How? Could be a so, yeah. this is... There's a witch in it. She... So, her... The main character is the witch. So that's... As that's, the protagonist, or just... The protagonist, yeah. Interesting. Well... 
There's like so, and it's broken up in four pieces. It's like the first one's called like Shadow. The next act is like Fire, or like the last act was Fire. There was like there was two others. There was four total, and it was separated in that. And it was really it was awesome. I liked it a lot. Kind of there was parts that like the third act, I guess you could say, was probably the most boring. Mm-hmm. But the first two and the fourth were like awesome. Like if that third act wasn't as bad or like a slow. I think it would have been a four star, but the fact that that part counted down to a three five. So three and a half. And where'd you watch it? I watched it on Prime. Prime Video has it. Nice. Check it out. It was awesome. I totally watched it. Yeah. I'm gonna blow through. In fabric. Yeah. Jake, I would watch it in fabric. Through. Yeah. I would have to blow through. Yeah, because I watched quite a you few have to watch movies. Fabric. We can talk about it. Okay. Oh, you, do you want to save it or do you want to talk about it? You guys are talking about I think it. you might like, like it though. Okay. So you would definitely like it. Yeah. Okay, save it then. I'll, I'll blow save through. it. Quick. I have I have three to blow through really quick. I have like four. We have more that to discuss. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we these do ones have. I watched by myself and then there's not much to say on them, so I'll just blow right. through real quick. All right, Earthquake Bird from last year, 2019. I watched this on Netflix. It's Netflix original. But I watched it because uh, it's produced by Ridley Scott. And it has Alicia Vikander, Riley Keough in it, so some decently big names attached to it. But I, yeah, this this is another movie that should have been a short film. It's just super long and long and drawn out, and there's not much here. Um, I mean, I think the story is interesting, but it's not portrayed really in, in an interesting way. Um, what a name by the director. Yeah, Wash Westmoreland. West <laughs> yeah, different name, but um. Yeah, it's just basically about, you know, an American living in Japan, um, getting into a relationship that's not quite everything that it seems, and then having another person come in and create almost this love triangle, and there's supposed to be, like, some tension and stuff there, but it just doesn't really come out. I mean, it looks just amazing. It's really well shot and everything, and it looks good, but... I can't eat pretty much. Yeah, it's... No substance. I didn't, I didn't like it, at least. Um, Did you get it? Oh, I ended up being a two. Mm. Yeah, you uh, through thing. some bad movies. Dude. Yeah, Wrinkles of the Clown. I watched this because, uh, you know, Netflix, I swear Hulu does some good trailers or commercials or whatever because they're shorter. It's really short, shorter than a trailer is. So they only give you 15 or 30 seconds of whatever you're looking at, looking at which is maybe why it's better. It draws you in more. But anyway, saw a preview for Wrinkles of the Clown. I was like, oh, damn, that looks interesting. Watched it. Did, it did look interesting. It did look interesting. It I was is. Interested there's that. three, there's so many interesting things in it, but nothing is ever examined. Nothing catches. Yeah, it's so it's a documentary, but it tries to follow when the you know goes when the fork, when the road comes to a fork and it goes five different ways. They touch on everything a little bit instead of really going down all the way, one path, like t- touches on parenting because the the reason that this is happening is because parents are hiring this clown to terrorize their kids. Uh, it touches on you know basically just being faked out online. Like this this whole thing started as a video, but it was a a faked video. It wasn't real. Touched on the whole clown, uh, the whole uh, clown fanatic thing in that spread across the U.S. Clown fear and all that stuff. That was this guy that basically started that was Wrinkles the Clown. So it goes. It touches on all these different things, but it never follows one path, and it's just it's not it's not engrossing or anything like that. There's there's a lot of things that happened that could have been really interesting. There's a reveal in the movie that was just kind of like okay, it didn't really change anything. You know, <laughs> why don't you start it off that way? Anyway, not for me. That was another two out of five. Um, and then I watched, oh, I threw this on because it was really late at night, but I ended up watching the whole thing was The Other Guys because I put that on Netflix. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I love Adam McKay. So, yeah, it was just 
Fun Easy Watch, and this is kind of like the turning... Well, well he directed Anchorman 2 after this, which is kind of hard to believe, but this is like almost like his turning point. It has like a little bit of... A lot oh, of the Will Ferrell comedy, but like a little, little bit of like the of the uh, political intrigue that he is into now with his movies. Um, so it kind of combines those things. But yeah, I really like... I think this is... There's some lines that are just like so like corny or whatever, but when... Um, I mean, Mark Wahlberg's doing comedy, I think this is one of his one of his better ones. Like, I'm not a fan of Ted, Ted 2 or anything like that. He's working with, what's his name from Seth MacFarlane, but with Adam McKay, I think it, it works a lot better. And Will Ferrell, working with him, but good for a comedy role for Mark Wahlberg. I think I was three and a half. Yeah. Those ones I want to Best movie of the year so far, so. Well, it came out in 2010, so. The first movie you liked this year so far. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did you have ones that you want to blow through? Or, do you have, or are all of your Other discussion points? What? You. <laughs> you. I, know, I, I, I don't know which ones I've seen that you haven't. I have two left. Oh, oh he, he watched, watched, he watched um, our self-defense. Yeah, but you guys oh. are... I mean, yeah, so go ahead. Oh, I mean, I was really bored. Oh my god. It was so boring. That's why you're rating, actually. That's another three, right? Video. I gave it a three. I gave it a three and a half, so it's not really... It should be Rutger Alley. It was just so boring. Oh, and it boring? was just... What's his name? Jesse Eichenberg. 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 Acting like being the same character he always is. Like, yeah, that's true. I'm, in, I'm, I'm interested as to... Um, he also watched The Souvenir recently. Yep. Oh, okay. Also... I'm also interested to see so what... So boring. Oh I get like the story was kind of cool, but like... The one you gave Birds of Prey a three. He gave Sumi three. What was Birds of Prey? I'm pretty sure that's like the average rating for Birds of Prey. Maybe lower than that. <laughs> I bet. It's probably high because it's a comic book right now. And don't know, like those girls sitting next to us are going to go right Oh my god, they were laughing so much the entire movie. <laughs> Everything's so dumb. I, mean, dumb. I gave the Sumi a three and a half. It was, I love the. It's like, actually at a six, eight on IMDb right now. But it only has 20,000 ratings. That's so low. For oh, so I did look up the box number. It is about 10 million less than it was projected. Yeah. So. But it's gone up ten percent. But souvenir, I really liked all the framing. The acting was awesome, and I I liked how it was weirdly faded out, like pastelly almost with yeah. the colors. And that was all cool. Because it was shot like an eighties film. Yeah, well, not an eighties film. Yeah, but that's why I loved it. It was just I don't know boring, and nothing was like connected. It just felt so See, like random like story kind of parts. Slow, what I was saying, I'm everything that was in the house. That movie's slow with nothing to hold on to. Like the souvenir is a slow movie, but like everything is intriguing. Like. But it just felt like a bunch of short stories of parts in her life. But it's all... And, and there was literally the nothing... Story. But nothing was connected. Their love and, like... Their, what love, It felt like he didn't really care so much about her. That was the best part. But she the learned life through him because she was so naive and innocent. But they were just, like, both rich people who, like, he were well off. Rich. He was and he had to do it. He had so many... Well, he yeah, but he her. at least gave off the air of that by buying stuff and doing all this yeah. stuff. And I don't know, like... Yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just boring. I'm excited for a second one, but... It's coming out this year. Yeah. Yep. You're filming both at the same time. I'll still watch it, right? but yeah. I think if this was like half an hour shorter, it would have been more interesting. <sighs> it could have been cut down a little bit. Man, I was, I loved the whole thing. I, yeah, no, I Even as a, I had to do a two-parter, because it was slow. So, like, I, when I started, it was late. I watched it the night and then the morning, the next yeah. morning, so it was a little disjointed, but... I, 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 I just thought it was a really, really good, really good movie. A whole start, a whole, at least start better than Birds of Prey. 
it is what it is. What uh, immortal culture do you want to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we can enter interruption. Mm. I think. I mean, I watched Knives Out finally. Oh yeah, that was great. I liked it a lot. What did you think? I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's who directed that? Because I felt like it was like he was trying to like almost be like a Wes Anderson type. It was Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Did, didn't you think, like, just from the trailer, I haven't seen it, but from the trailer, it made it seem like it was, like, he was kind of doing, like, Wes Anderson, like... I don't know, it felt it like... Is a whole... It is a comedy. So, I mean, as in the same thing that was... I mean, I think Wes Like an odd, weird comedy. Yeah. It, That's it, what it I got. Like that, but it's more like... It's, it's, um... It was, like, Clue. Like it's playing, clue yeah, movie. it's playing it's in the vein whodunit. of, like, old whodunits. It's a whodunit, like... So that's yeah. what it was better. It. it was definitely better at it than Hateful Eight was to me, so... Oh, my God. It's just, I mean... I think, Wes, I think it's too broad of a comparison with Wes Anderson because you're basically just saying no, that it's like I was saying the, um, funny that it's comparable but the like, one the, the way Budapest that Hotel, the Budapest okay, is what it, that's what it reminded me of in the trailer mm. it's not I haven't seen the movie so I, I, it's not I like his own no not visually yeah but like the quirky like kind five of, characters but it's supposed to be can't be like right I'm not I haven't seen I want. I do want to see it but there's not really a lot of quirky comedy no. Is this something it's very much set like it? in a present time? No, I watched it in theater. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. It's set in present times, and you know, it's modern. It's not like I feel like a lot of Wes Anderson films are like, oh, you can't really set put a setting on it or a date setting on it. Yeah, the way that he oh yeah yeah his styles, but but you knew this one was very much future. Yeah, I mean they reference like because I feel like, like what was what was um, oh yeah those are funny yeah. <laughs> what was um I, I mean yeah it works in this movie better than yeah it works because it was both sides so yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and in the family that's like that too yeah it was, felt real yeah I got to experience it was that very time. well acted everybody was good like that was in it I thought yeah I like I think you a four I gave it a four oh yeah. probably give it a three and a half knives out yeah sure give it a four see. Edge Lord over here. Gotta go against the grain. Me? <laughs> Edge Lord. Kyle Edge Lord. It's like, like it. yeah, Lord of the Rings fellowship gave that one. Not very good. Oh, <laughs> hold up. Ryan Johnson did the last year. Yeah, I know. Which is why so it was my favorite. And Looper. You, like, you like Ryan Johnson. I did like Looper too. And he did the Star Trek too, one of them. I didn't. No. I thought he did. No, he did Star Wars. Yeah, but I thought he also did. No, JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams did all three of them. Or three of them. Two of them. The third one is JJ Abrams. Oh. The one with. What is it called? Into, into the Darkness. Into, no, Into the Darkness is the second one. What is it called? We got the one right there. I'm looking it up. Damn. Um, Star Trek. Into Dark. No, I said that. You idiot. <laughs> into the Darkness. Oh, Beyond. Beyond, yes. Into Justin Lin, who did Fast and Furious. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Lin. Did yeah. he do the Tokyo Drift? Was that him? Probably. That was the best know. one, so. <laughs> oh, what did Justin. <laughs> Oh, the old. No, the original. He's uh, Justin Lin. Is the, the original. He did do Tokyo Drift. Well, because they were trying to be realistic at first, and then like around four he or five, five. He made the best Fast and Furious. Five, which is one I like the most. Yeah, which well, he did yeah, two. which those are better than the old ones. But all the old like, Justin Lin trilogy did one. Tokyo Drift was best. He did Tokyo Drift. That's two. Fast. Yep. Yeah, so two. Fast Five. See, all Fast the best Six. F Nine. There's all Fast and Furious Ten already. Oh my god, he's directing this He one. did all the best ones. He's doing the ninth one, yep. You're hyped for the ninth one then. No, I don't like them that Charlie's much. But they're fun to watch. So he's done one, two, three, four, five, six of the ten. Jesus. If Well, ten is 
It's in credits. Like, it's... It's, no, it's, it's already, actually, 10th and final installment. 2021. Oh, yeah, right. What is that? They're all too old. <laughs> 10th and final that. installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. 2021. Hmm. Oh, wait. We'll see. Yeah, and they have spinoffs. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, and then Ludacris. Oh, no, they're doing... They're planning on doing a lot of movies with Hobbs and Shaw. Oh my god. I didn't even see it. Hey, we need to start moving forward here. Yeah, it's almost done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, Pizza's probably almost done here, too. We're, we're almost done. We're good. What do you want? Um, do you have anything? No. I want to talk about Fabric, but I want to wait. Oh, wait. I want okay, Kyle to see Because I think Kyle... I think, I think these will be pretty short. This is, Fnatic might go a little longer. Do you think, Jacob, that this is... Like, Fabric is going to be better? I think Kyle's going to like it a lot. How did you guys watch this? Why didn't I see it? It's on uh, Hulu. Hulu. Or wait, no, no I, we, we rented, rented it. it. Yeah, we both rented it, actually. Yeah, it was on Prime that rented it. I did on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Comedy horror. Weird. Alright. Comedy horror. Kind of. I can see it. The laundry machine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. Alright, we got... I think it's right up Alley. Yeah. Because Highlight, if you like, that's fucking weird. Miss Americana or the Fanatic? No, we're not. Miss Americana will take two seconds. I don't care about that one. Yeah, I want to hear about... I want to hear the Fanatic. Okay, Miss Americana then. Yeah, it was like a documentary on Netflix. It was well shot, and like I, I got where they were documentaries kind Documentaries of... are not movies. Oh, whoa, whoa. Well, watch Honeyland. This is not a movie. But I, I, I yeah. thought I liked how they like were humanizing it, and I especially loved like the whole like panic at the disco part and stuff, like yeah. seeing the process, and then it actually. What how made you guys watch it? Like, and then and they would and cut into that. Yeah, that was cool. That was really like, cool. They really made all this stuff like exactly how they wanted it. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> what the hell even made you want to watch this? I saw Kyle watch it. Yeah, and I watched it because my sister wanted to watch it. So I was like, well, we'll and I was in the mood for a documentary. Yeah. yeah, and I was on a plane. Yeah. yeah oh, I I will not watch like. Cinematic movies on a plane. Yeah, what did you most, say you watched? Most documentaries. Oh, the devil. Uh, um, Hellboy. Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, and I know how this was going to be shot. It's not like a documentary, like... I gotta watch um, that, too. What was one last year, that one? The Nat Geo one. Oh, Planet one. Planet Earth. Oh, uh... It's wow, what is that? That was a good one. I draw a blank, like, on the show. I I've seen these up all the time. Oh, yeah, you're always the first one to be like, this was directed by this <laughs> and produced by this I person. I draw a blank, though. Uh... Anyway, like that, that's more free solo. Free solo. That's free more solo. cinematic documentary that I would want to watch. That was it. I knew that yeah. this was gonna be a lot of talking heads, just shots of her, you know, stuff like that. So that's exactly what it was. And the tricky thing is that obviously all this was done with her consent. So how much of it is Made real up. life, yeah. or how much of it is more PR? It was definitely that. felt PR to me, but a little bit. But I still think it felt somewhat honest like a lot of it was honest and Especially i like the I like really the old that, videos in there yeah i like the things that she gets into and it's like there's some there's some like right-wing backlash or whatever which is just comes off as stupid like like per, like you're saying like the things that she's you know uh championing and like why is she just doing it now and all these things and it's like well she really did grow up in a bubble time. like kind of stayed the same age as she says that line was like when you're famous when you get famous, you stay at that age, you know, yeah. like every age, which kind of, you know, it comes off as true because, like, she didn't get her voice until she was older yeah. and, like, had an impact. So, I don't know. All that stuff was good. Yeah. But yeah, it just wasn't as in-depth as I wanted it to be. Me too. And it felt more kind of not written, like, but, you know, PR, like we're just saying. Yeah. Public. Yeah. Like, they were trying to make you feel bad for her a little bit. Yeah. But I, I still enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. watched it and like. I would say if you're if you're already like a super fan and you know everything about her, 
This isn't going to tell you anything, anything, anything yeah. If you don't know anything about her, this is going to tell you a lot of things. So Yeah, well, if you're already a fan that much, you're probably going to watch it anyway, so... Right, which you're not going to get anything out of it, you know. Yeah. But, like, I, liked, I didn't know anything about her songwriting, like... She really does write and produce 100% of her music. Yeah, that was really cool to see that process. Yeah. yeah. She, like, wakes up, makes voice makes voice memos, and then <laughs> plays it back, like, an idea pops in your head, you know, or you're dreaming or something. But I think, yeah, it was, ended up being uh, three. Yep, same. Well I gave it a three, too. That was a little interesting. Yeah. I also, I also try to rate documentaries, because it is harder to, to do than just a normal film, because they are trying to do something different, completely different. Yeah. So usually go off of how interesting it was. And and then obviously you have all the all the normal technical aspects. But yeah, which was really well done. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, all right, best movie of the year. Right. Next. We watched the fanatic. Oh my god. Now infamous for being. I, one I didn't. Of the I actually didn't know movies. you could give a half a star. I would have probably <laughs> given it that, that much. Yeah, I did. Let's get into it. What What did you love about it? I didn't love anything about it. Oh, thank God. Like what? Okay, so there, I didn't like any of the characters in this movie. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to really like anybody. I felt like they were trying so hard to make you feel bad at points for... For um, him? Yeah. For John Travolta's character? Yeah, and I didn't. So his name's Moose, Moose yeah. so we're going to call him Moose from now on. <laughs> Moose, no, and I didn't. He was, yeah, I did not feel bad for him. And then it's like, then it wanted you, then it had like the actor that he's stalking or whatever... Just be a bad guy the whole time. So like, like. <laughs> yeah, so you can't even feel bad for him at parts for being, like, treated bad. So, like, I just didn't care about any of the characters. And then yeah. there was the girl, and she was the most real, I guess. But, like, uh, why was she narrating it, even? It felt oh, so know, random, yeah. like, because she wasn't even that big of a part of his life, really. Right, like, yeah. She's the only one, yeah, she's the only one left that would yeah. tell, like, the idea is that, like, someone wants to know this story, so she's, like, telling the story... Because, yeah. I mean, there's. We can spoil it. It's not much, but. <laughs> like, the things that. Yeah, don't watch this movie. Yeah, so he's he's obviously supposed to be somebody that's on the spectrum, autism spectrum, but, like, they never right out say it, so it's it's kind of weird. And then, like, what does he have? Because, you know, some of his. I mean, it's definitely his. Yeah, it almost makes. His actions. It almost it, looked like it was offensive to me with trying to make him autistic like, yeah, because it be it's like, oh, yeah, it's all autistic people are also, like, psychos. <laughs> like, they have no feelings for other people. Yeah. Because he was clearly showing it's psychopathic great. tendencies. It's like, so funny when he, like, actually breaks and, like, goes after he chokes that one guy. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Like, there, I don't... Okay. the It was filmed competently. Which, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But like in a way that, in a way that it was filmed where it didn't look bad, like you can just be like, like they knew what they were doing with the camera. Yeah, I mean, so this is directed by Fred Durst. You know who Fred Durst is? Mm-hmm. No, he's the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, that, that scene in the, in the movie where they're in the car. Movie. Let me bump that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The I'm like, oh my the actor god. Plugs his, he plugs his own band, but he's directed a lot of their music videos, and he directed two other movies actually. You should stop. He did the education of Charlie Banks, which is pretty like mixed, but it's it, in the end it comes out as like being an average movie, which I've never seen it. But that was his I first know movie, and then he did like it. a family comedy, so it's kind of harder to rate those, you know, um, something with Ice Cube and basketball. Anyway, <laughs> this is this is his third feature film, and 
third time's a charm. Stop. But yeah, it's definitely the worst out of all of them, though, because <laughs> the other two seem, you know, they like... came out, no. Yeah, whatever, they're average, they're mixed, whatever, they're not that good, but this is, like, terrible. Well, it's this so is the only one he's written. There you go, oh, written by well, sense. That's his first Oh, my written. God, there's so many parts I could talk about with how bad it was. Like, the, the whole housekeeper part multiple oh, times, and she's like, he just pushes her, and he's like, are you okay? Okay. Yeah, like he now he, he doesn't though. know when he kills someone. Yeah, yeah. But like he wouldn't and then like then that one part when she's like, Hey, I saw a man in our yard. He clearly dropped something, she just decided not to grab that, I guess. And then he kisses her, the actor guy. I'm like, What is this? Yeah. What are you supposed to be? I know, and then he's like makes a point of saying it like later, like I did it again. again. Did it again. Yeah. <laughs> then it's never Oh my god. It was so bad. Yeah, it's just all over the place. It's, it's so bad. Dude, this says he directed twenty five. Yeah, music videos. videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I have no idea why music videos are on hype movies. So stupid. The long shots. Yeah. Well, no, don't don't watch this. So yeah, not even like to be ironic because it wasn't like it was just it wasn't even so bad. Like, haha, I can enjoy this. It was just bad. I thought it was. It was. Bad. It's not. Yeah, it's not like the room bad. That's great. That's a movie that obviously was thrown together by somebody that has no idea what they're doing. It's worse. That's why this is bad, because he knows what he's right, doing. Right, yeah, he has it's some so confidence level that it still turns out terrible, so that's why it's much worse. Um, I, I, yeah, did you give it, end up giving it a half star? I gave it a one star. I gave it a one because, again, it was you can tell they kind of know what they're doing yeah. with cameras and stuff, but everything else was bad. Yeah. The editing, the acting, the writing, the story. The room has a higher rating. It well, should. Yeah, people love yeah, it. Yeah, it should have a higher rating. You didn't even rate it. You just said watch fire. It's unrateable. This should the, be five star. Look at that rating. It's either half star or five yeah. stars. There's no in between. There's no bell curve. There's no in between on the. On the <laughs> no, look. No bell curve whatsoever. It's, <laughs> it's a U. <laughs> That's great. That's a different type. I, Disaster Arts was pretty good, though. Did you yeah, watch yeah, that? Yeah, I think I did good. watch that. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Well, that it was enjoyable. I it was good. Good. I, was I, I laughed a lot. Um, so the pizza guy said, when he dropped off, he said, enjoy your, enjoy the pizza, and I said, you too. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, God. Anything else? That's I watched Under the Skin. Oh, it came out in 2013, yes. I think. Yep. Oh my God. One of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. What Laser. else has he done? Johnny Glazer, he yeah. did uh, Birth. I thought I saw it. Classic. Honestly, I actually haven't watched other movies. Which I haven't either. I, yeah, that's why it's... It's bad on me because I love Under the Skin so much. I, I think part steps. of it was... Yeah. Not the first time. No, it's a movie that has to work your way up. And you have to watch with subtitles. So, I gave it a heavy four star. And I did not watch those You guys are actually on the... High side? Way high side. I believe that. Well, you're, I you're not that high. He's that, way high. I can see why people would hate it, though. Okay, but that's a general audiences. But that's look, what I'm talking about. Is general audiences hate this movie? Anybody that is into mostly into movies and stuff like that, this is one of their favorite movies, or of of the decade, or of that year for sure. For me, like, okay, look at the story, like, of oh, the fanatic, the guy who just wanted this autograph. Stupid story, right? And it was. This was literally like if you broke it down, girl who is actually alien tries to lure men sexually into their her van and use them as energy. It sounds stupid. It sounds that is the plot. That's the whole plot. <laughs> but none of that is like the movie is not plot. Doesn't matter. At yeah, all. there almost is no plot. Like, it's almost like an avant-garde art piece. He's done three movies well, it really in thirteen turns into, years. I mean, that is the first half, but it turns into something a lot more. After yeah. That. yeah, and I got I don't know like humanist like 
I mean, I feel like this is way past, like, spoilerness. So, like... No, yeah. I thought it was kind of, like, just showing some... Like, representing a psychopath, like, sociopath, where they had no empathy, because the alien, her, you know, Scarlett Johansson, was, like, just doing this to men, not caring, not, like, really had no emotions, because... I mean, they're an alien, so they don't really understand human emotion. Right. But then once it gets all the way up to, like, that fog, and she walks out of the fog, it was like, now she's starting to care more about humans. And then ever since, you know, the disfigured man, mm-hmm. like, she started gaining actual empathy and stuff and started becoming more human, which is why that one motorcycle guy couldn't find her anymore, basically, because he wasn't, she was more human than alien. Mm-hmm. Right. But, so that's what I took out of it. it was, like, just trying to show someone who has no empathy and gained it over time. And other than that, it was beautiful. <laughs> like yeah. the, the uh, shot underneath the water with the two guys. Yeah. Oh my god, the whole scene. Yeah, that the any scene at the um, her apartment, I guess, would be the ship. Yeah, the ship. They go up to the ship. Anything with that, amazing. And then the ending, amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was shot so well too. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, how did they it. do that? That looks so real. Like the woman drowning. Like in the waves? It, probably most of it was. That was crazy to watch. Like, that was intense. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are way on the high side. <laughs> yeah. If anybody in the audience from Birds of Prey that we're going to see and have them watch this, they probably hate it. Well, yeah, but... That's what I'm saying, though. Anybody can bring... people. Have... Yes. I don't know. So okay. maybe a tenth of that. I don't know. Look at it on Letterboxd. I bet the rating is way higher on Letterboxd. I feel like this Three, is... Seven. Oh, on Letterboxd? This is a movie you almost have to watch. I think you guys are hyping for other art. I don't know. I think you guys are hyping it up too much. No, it, it's, it's worth it. it. I loved it. I started. It. I gave it a heavy four. I put a four star with a like on that for me. It's a heavy four for me. Well, I mean, and I that was my first my time watching it. Top of of the decade. I don't have a list, but we. Jesus we Christ! You got, you, it really is that good. Three, three seven letterbox. It really is that. Six three IMDb. For me, it was like almost lighthouse-like, where it had like all these different things Somebody you pull from it, but without implicitly saying it. Like, I mean, I'm gonna blame you guys, but I, like I said, I don't have a list, but we didn't talk about this before, but I would put it definitely in the top ten of the decade. Jeez. Do you have any? So yeah, we. I wanted to talk about it last time because a lot of people are just. Some are making lists for top ten of the decade, but oh, yeah. movies that stand out. I mean, That's we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. He uses this as a wrap-up. Like, yeah. Like, just one? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go through mine, because I have you, you I actually have mine. Oh, wow. I've got about 19. Not. I've got about 19 or 20, and there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen either. I mean, a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 10 years. Yeah. So, keep that in mind, listeners. <laughs> I have but, no um, idea. there's some movies out. This is from 2010 2019. Inception. Social Network. Drive, Prometheus, Django Unchained, Under the Skin, Wolf Wall Street, Snowpiercer, Gone Girl, Foxcatcher, Sicario, Midnight Special, The Wailing, The Handmaiden, Nocturnal Animals, Mother, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Annihilation, and Suspiria. You got a mother in there and Snowpiercer? Yeah. And Parasite? Did you say Parasite? Oh, Parasite also. Hereditary? <laughs> no. This is a decade. Yeah, but and you just named a lot of films on there yeah, that Drive is not better than Hereditary. Easily better. No, my God, no. Okay, this is my time. I know, but I'm saying it's <laughs> not have Hereditary in there. 
and having movies like your first four movies were weak. Oh yeah, Inception. Well, that was like two, <laughs> two. What was your second? Okay, one? wait. Okay. You don't like Prometheus either. Prometheus is a very under under appreciated film. You don't have any of the Dark Knight. I didn't like Prometheus. The Dark Knight's not in the decade. Dark Knight Rises is, which is not oh, that good. Yeah, so. yeah. Interstellar. <laughs> not best decade, but I like it. I, go ahead and make your list. I would just, definitely put okay, Interstellar in there. Let's look up Christopher Nolan's filmography from the decade. That's Josh. No, Don Kirk wouldn't be in there. Because really? you've never seen it. I watched it. You watched it without me? I said I would bring it over. It's on your Voodoo. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. My least favorite Nolan film. Yeah, I, yeah, I could have predicted that so hard. That's so obvious. I, it was really good, but it, it was just too, like, it was a short film for him, but I felt like it was really long. It was better on rewatches also. I didn't, I, really, I didn't love it coming out. But, like, I I like you, have, you, you have, like, the three, like, yeah. like, t- like stories you're following. Land, right? air, and sea. Yeah. But the air one was so boring. So boring. That's the shortest one. The, the best... The best part of the movie was like the last twenty minutes. That's a good chunk of it, but well, I mean, it's like one sixth of it. Huh? It was. I think it was one of his weakest films. Dark Knight Rises parts. No, I enjoyed Dark Knight yeah, Rises. More. I did not like Dark Knight Rises really much. Batman Begins was even better. That was that was better than Rises. I liked Rises better. I don't know if I liked either of those that much, but all of those. My boy, Ahoy. Looked great. All of those that like Kyle named are all like ones I love too. I would definitely have Sicario on there. Blade Runner definitely would be on there still for me, just because it's beautiful. Um, you love Snowpiercer. I love Snowpiercer. Definitely yeah. Snowpiercer. Definitely um, Mother. Yeah, definitely Parasite. Lighthouse would be on there for me. Yep. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was a pretty good list. Of li- oh, uh, one you didn't say. That I loved also, uh-huh. which I just recently was reminded of that came out within this last decade, Mad Max. Oh, yeah, Fury Road. I, Fury Road, I, so yeah. good. I've seen that movie three times. I need a log rewatch on it so I can change my rating, but... I loved that movie. That is an amazing it, like, this. I love, I'm a sucker for practical effects. Which like, which What's the like, director's name? The director's name? Yeah. That's the same guy that did the first one. Yeah. Like, Happy Feet. What's his name? Again, I... Probably could no, you would know it if I asked you any other time. I know. R, 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 um. R, R. Yeah. But yeah George Miller. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of practical effects and like the stuff they did like holds up right now so well and everything. Even, uh, it was so. Birds of Prey would be up there for you too. No. God, I gave it a three. <laughs> like, that's not that high. You love it. it. That's like less than the average. You guys are just low. No. Yeah, look at all of the things. Average. It was fine, but no, Mad Max was awesome. And because I love practical effects ever since uh, Hellboy 2. Oh, yeah. Because Guillermo del Toro loves practical effects. So I just always feel like that holds up so much better. Even like Lord of the Rings still look great today. So, yeah. Always, yeah. Originals. Originals. Just practical effects always stand up so well, and Mad Max is going to be one of those movies. That you can like will be good ten years from now. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. at the top of most people's top of the decade is actually Mad Max. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing. Definitely want to rewatch it so I can get that get that five star rating change. It would be yeah five. <laughs> yeah. Mad Max would be five. Oh yeah. <sighs> yep. All those actors will see high bangers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Josh got a lot to watch. I don't think you've seen half of those. No. <laughs> 
It's all those like old ones right. and stuff. And now it's the perfect time to do watches, uh, rewatches of old stuff or first time watches of older stuff because there's nothing new out. That's what I'm doing. If you're for, catch yeah, up. yeah, if we're cramming for 2020 already, then all that, a lot of streaming stuff isn't... All know, that time in school, I missed like four years of movies. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> said that. Yeah. Well, I uh, already have two picked out for next week, and we're going to talk about the theatrical release because there's not a lot out. So what are we reviewing next week? Yeah, what are we reviewing next week? I've got two for us. Streaming, yeah. so we can easily watch them. We only have to see one movie in the theaters. Uh, we're going to do a feature review of Honey Boy, which is just yes, that finally Prime. Nice. And we're going to do Horse Girl, which is a new movie. Honey Boy and Ho- Horse Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, so Horse Girl was a, a Sunday movie, but it's already on Netflix, because I think Netflix bought it. Nice. And it um, looks really interesting. I think it's going to be like Josh's alley. As far as next week, uh, theatrical releases, we have the choice of... Would you put Get Up? Get Out in the top right here? No. Not even close. I think it needs something there. Get Out? Yeah, Jordan Peele's first. I don't know. I would have to actually look at... We're saying top movie. seven. I haven't looked at that. Or just top Get Out was awesome. I would I put it in the top. I would have to look. 25. I, well, I, had, I said 20, but I, those were pretty much just all five star movies from the past 10 years. Yeah. I would have to look. Uh, a list of movies and choose. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't know what came out in the last decade, but I love every single one of those movies that you listed. So. Interstellar, um, that in it? Would you put Interstellar? Rewatch. I think I like Interstellar a lot. Yeah. But I just rewatched it the other day. I don't know. Again, I would have to look at like what came out and just because if I say that, yeah, Interstellar was awesome, but I don't like, compared to some of, compared to a lot of the ones he listed. Make yeah. your own list. So what do we got? Uh, next week is Valentine's Day, and we have Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Island. Oh, uh, sorry, Blumhouse's Fantasy Island, because apparently they're changing their movies. They need to Blumhouse needs to be in the act, in the actual title of the movie. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Island, The Photograph, Downhill, and so it's probably not coming out. I actually I actually want to see Downhill, even though it's not going to be good. But I want to compare it to Force Majeure because I've seen Force Majeure. And I want to rewatch Force Picture also. I don't know what that is. It's so this is gonna get bombed by users because people are pissed that this is literally just a remake of Force Majeure, and they're not, they're not marketing it as such. Is that like what was Wolf. that? Is that like the Untouchables? Remember they made a movie very similar to the original French Untouchables movie, oh. and they didn't even discuss like it Maybe. was similar. I don't know. I, I forgot what it was called, but they made like a Western version of it. Oh okay. Well, yeah. Well, I guess so, they're both Western, but. American version of a French movie. Right. Forgot what it was though. So that it's not it's more it's more it's like more direct though than comparing like um like Seven Samurai and like, you know, the fat oh, yeah. and seven. It's more of a direct Yeah. Like it's it's the same exact story. It's just Americanized and I think more comedy forward. Which in the movie is funny, but it's not like Alright. So this is Will Ferrell and, and Ju- uh Julia is that the one? I wanna see that one, but I don't. I mean, you guys want to see Fantasy Island? I mean, Josh probably wants to What's see Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island actually. It's a Blumhouse movie that has the same director as um, Truth or Dare, like the worst of the worst Blumhouse. It looks like hot dog garbage. Turn it up. I mean, I might it's watch both. I might watch TV show. Either. Why not? The horror adaptation. Terrible. I mean, that sounds horrible. I. I don't think we'll see Sonic, but I'm interested to see how it goes. I think it's... I, I want to see how it turned out. Yeah. Because, like, how, how, they, how they took it back from how terrible yeah. the CG was originally to what they did now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually... I want to support him plus, you know, 
Sonic was no childhood, so. Okay, well, it sounds like Sonic. Uh, I will also try to see downhill. If we all see downhill, we'll make it a future review. If we don't all see it, then that's fine. Okay? We'll say that. Yeah, I mean, I will have I might watch all Alright, Sonic, <laughs> Honey Boy, and... Horse Girl. Horse Girl. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's big. Let's do it. Um, Alright, so we're well, yeah, I might watch Horse Girl tonight. You said that was. You're not gonna watch tonight. We're watching Oscar. Don't worry. That's right. Tomorrow. Oscar <laughs> right. uh, so show starts in 10 minutes. What's gonna close up? Um, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. Follow us everywhere. Links in the description. Drop some ratings. Still not any ratings. We gotta get, gotta get those ratings up. Bring them up. Bring them up. How about we say if we get a five star review, we'll, we'll read it on the show? Sure. Five star reviews. You're better than the show. Send questions into Suds and Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Suds and Cinema Podcast, all over at gmail.com. Do King Chew. Alright, cheers, guys.